Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is May 29th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Uh... Last couple of months been starting off with the coronavirus rant. Um, as of this recording, we're at 1.76 million cases confirmed, 103,000 deaths, 380,000 recovered. Um, now, it's just amazing to me that when you watch the news and you get on the Internet, you see all this uh, police and citizen interaction. Um, and it just, you know, I think it's I feel like it's just a, um, a caveat of the uh, lockdown. I think a lot of people are just frustrated and just naturally it's just going to boil over into the street. Um you know, I spoke on the uh, gentleman from Minnesota on yesterday's episode. It's just senseless. It was not called for. The man was in handcuffs. He was on the ground. You know, putting your knee on his neck was just unnecessary. If anything, just you and the other officers picked the man up, put him in the back of the car. Case closed. But. The police officer who had the knee on the neck, he has a history. He has a, I mean, going all the way back to 2005, he has a history of killing people, brutalizing people, and he should have been gone a long time ago. It just, the um, city of Minneapolis just uh, encouraged this behavior because every time he would do something, I mean, he would just get a slap on the wrist. So COVID-19 could not stop racism and police brutality in this country. Um, and, and in my whole opinion on the COVID-19 situation, you should have never closed the country if you were just going to open it back up a couple of months later. And you knew you have to know that it was going to be spikes in, in cases you know, if this thing is truly organic, um, you have to know that as you know, as president of the United States, you have to know that. So it was either. Open the country back up or never close the country and let just survival of the fittest or close the country. And, you know, you have to keep it closed and, you know, indefinitely to try to beat the thing out. But. You know, what do I know, man? I'm just a I'm just a um old guy, you know, speaking his opinion, man. That's it. Um let me see if there's any new symptoms on this COVID nineteen from yesterday. Not seeing anything new. Emergency warning signs for COVID nineteen, not seeing anything new. I haven't heard anything about the kid version of this coronavirus lately. 
Um, doesn't mean it's not happening. I just haven't heard anything on the news or the internet because I'm constantly looking at this stuff. Um, let's see. Still waiting on some information to come up here. Um, you know, um, the city where I'm from has seen a large spike or the state that I'm from has seen a large spike. I mean, we don't know if it's just like community spread or is this just people who've been, you know, under quarantine that are just coming out so that's going to be very interesting to diagnose and see um um let me see i'm trying to think is there anything else i need to say today um that's going to do it for the coronavirus rant for may 29 2020 um Moving on to the next topic, topic, which is entitled Henry Cavill back as Superman. This and for me is great news, man, because I think I just this for right now. This is Superman. They didn't say that they were going to make uh, Man of Steel 2 or Superman 2, that he's just going to make cameos and have prominent roles in DC movies. I, I just think, you know, for lack of a better phrase. Superman is the face of the franchise for the Justice League, DC Comics. He's the face of the franchise. And you once you establish, once you have this man is in, in all these movies, I think it's like four or five movies. I mean, it's going to be kind of hard to just insert another guy. So I'm glad they were uh, Warner Brothers and Henry Cavill were able, were able to come to um an agreement to keep him on as Superman. Um Zack Snyder's director's cut for the Justice League is gonna be uh coming to HBO Max. Um so I'm saving my seven day free trial for that. Um they haven't said when it's gonna come but you know people have been lobbying for that director's cut for what four or five years now. So I think it's going to be, I, I just, I just never thought in a million years, I don't even see why Warner Brothers chopped the film up. I mean, as Zack Snyder, a well-established director, he doesn't put final cut in his contract, but to my, to my recollection, he probably did put final cut in his contract, but he's his, I think one of his kids died. And he had to go take care of that. And they brought in the dude Josh Wheaton, who is just five star garbage. He told he messed that film up, man, because a lot of the stuff that you were seeing in trailers, you never saw in the movie. And you just specifically looking for those scenes because they were great scenes. Um, But they just. You know, I'm into the multicultural Justice League, but I'm going to be honest. I, I wish they would have stuck to the comics. 
And I'm a black guy, so, you know, whatever. But, um, Aqu- the Aquaman movie was good. The Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman movie was okay. Um, I don't know how this Cyborg and the Flash thing gonna look. They gotta bring Green Lantern on, but I don't think you could move forward with a different Superman. I think your fans would have just been outraged because this dude this dude looks like superman you know what i'm saying he looks like superman he's like okay maybe he's a little bit too muscular you know what i'm saying i would like to see him take it down a notch a little bit because just a little bit um but you know man of steel is a classic you know that the um the one that uh, Zack Snyder did. That's a classic. I love that movie. Um, and I thought he was going to bring that same energy to the Justice League. But it just didn't copy over. But um, again, glad to have Henry Cavill back as Superman. And hope that, um, you know, they just, uh, you know, they dropped the ball. So I hope they can uh, step the game back up. And uh, get back on the level of uh, Man of Steel. So that's going to do it for that topic. Next topic is entitled. um, Deion Sanders versus Daryl Green. In the 100 yard dash. Who wins? Now um, I came up with this topic because I was just on YouTube messing around. And Daryl Green's um, um, football life. Um. from NFL Network uh, popped up And I just started watching man I'm just looking at all the people He ran down Eric Dickerson, Tony Dorsett Jerry Rice I mean just Just tons of people He just I mean Sometimes he would have the angle And sometimes he wouldn't have the angle And he would still run these guys down I mean just phenomenal speed and, you know, the majority of the people that listen to this are Florida State fans. So, you know, all about Dion speed. I don't you know, I've talked about Dion so much on this podcast and rightfully so. But I don't think he beats Daryl Green. This dude ran a, a four two nine when he was 40 years old, man. Look it up. It's on YouTube. He ran a four two nine when he was 40 years old. that's insane so i i mean i i realistically have to say that daryl green is probably one of the fastest people of all time man he um if you look on youtube he um he he ran he he won a hundred meter uh collegiate championship and he had only been running track for two years that's how fast he was Look it up. 1982. Look it up on YouTube. Daryl Green, 100 meter dash. I mean, this dude was just, I mean, he 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 he's a Hall of Fame uh football player, but I have to give the edge to Dion as the better football player. And in my opinion, I think Dion Sanders was a better cornerback. He had better coverage skills than Daryl Green, but just speed, man. Whew. It's going to be tough. 
because <laughs> he was just on another level and he he didn't have like he was probably what five ten five eleven he he wasn't like a six three six four guy with a long stride he just had like real phenomenal unparalleled speed um so in this race i would have to give the edge to daryl green as being faster but you know ended on a positive note for this podcast Deion sanders to me was the better cornerback so um let me know what you think about that segment uh next segment is entitled what florida state football player is a dark horse for stardom uh, I can't It's kind of neck and neck to me I think it's on offense I think it can be DJ Matthews Kalen LeBourne It could potentially be James Blackman On defense I think you got Emmett Rice I think Kando Or Janoris Robinson um, Lars Woodby Nazaldine Nazaldine was going pro until he got hurt last year there's no doubt in my mind. He probably would have been a day one or day two pick. Um, depending on his 40 time. He's not that fast. I'm I'm a venture to say that he's probably going to run a 4-6. If he can get his 40 time down, if he can just get like 4-5-5 five, five or something like that, he'll be a first rounder because the dude is huge. He's 6-4, 215, 220. And, you know, he's just a big guy. Um, but... I think it's a combination of those guys. And if I had to actually pick a leader in the clubhouse, um, I'd probably go with Emmett Rice. I mean, we you got the established guys on the team, so you can't really call them dark horses. But Emmett Rice really came on last year, the last four games. And if he can pick back up where he left off, I think it's just – I think he, he he's going to be – he could potentially enter the realm of, um, I'm not going to say Derrick Brooks, Marvin Jones, but I could see him on the outskirts of Ernie Sims and Telvin Smith. Because you, to me, the, the holy grail is Derrick Brooks, Marvin Jones. Then the next tier under is Ernie Sims and Telvin Smith. So he could potentially... You know, if he has a, a a great season, he could enter into that that second tier of uh, linebackers. Um, so let me know what you think about that segment. Last segment for this episode is entitled, Will Florida State Ever Build the Football Facility? The football-only facility. Um, I don't know. With this COVID-19 thing, you, you don't know. Um, I would venture to say they're probably not raising money right now. I don't know for sure because I'm like I say at the beginning of my my um, podcast, I'm not I'm not in the know as far as Florida State goes. I just state my opinion, um, and I that's I love doing my show like that because I'm not trying to come on here and break news. I'm a I'm a fan. I'm a true blue fan. So, um, but I would love to see it. I mean just just for recruiting purposes i think that's just a tool in your tool belt that as a coach that you you have to have to attract top level guys you know facilities and amenities are paramount in today's college football 
And for whatever reason, Florida State has taken the cheap approach to that. So, you know, like I said before, if Norvell comes out and wins eight or nine games, you got to redo the man contract to keep him from going to the pros or going to another, you know, high-level SEC school. Because you know if he does that in, like, Tennessee or, you know, one of these schools with a lot of money, don't do well they're gonna come calling for him we know this so build a football facility please florida state university um i i you can get away with the COVID 19 excuse for now but that that football facility football only facility needs to be built by the end of 2021 there's no more excuses i mean this has been on the docket for six seven years now and it hasn't, you ain't, I don't think you even broke ground. So, that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, be safe, be kind, be courteous. I always say that because, like, when I, for example, I went to a, uh, a store and this man just jumped, literally jumped right in front of me. I didn't get mad. I didn't, you know, cause a world star hip hop moment. I just let him go because it's just it's not worth it. It's not worth me arguing with somebody over a spot in line. Let him have it. I had a mask on. I had hand sanitizer. I'm not going to sit here and, and go back and forth with another individual for nothing. So that's why I say that on every episode. Um. So please do that. Do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. Build you a game plan to help boost your immune system. And uh, thank you for listening again. And as always, go nose.